Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. You know what, as long as she fights in 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Pedro Fernandez. You know, I'm just excited, uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studio. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am your modest host, always modest, of course, four-time Golden Glove champion, award-winning writer. We're going to talk boxing and mixed martial arts, mainly boxing for the next hour. Of course, the WBC battle for the 130-pound title, and they call it Super Featherweight Junior Lightweight. Bottom line is, these guys are rocking and rolling. I'm talking about Miguel Bertrand. Lost one fight in almost 40 fights. Of course, he's taking on the 2012 Olympic gold medalist, the undefeated former champion at 126 pounds, now fighting 130 pounds. Oscar Valdez. So Valdez and Brochelt, the fight of the night, Mexican Civil War tonight on ESPN. So we'll bring in boxing's PhD in a couple of minutes. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer. Of course, boxing, rocking and rolling. You can join us on the toll-free if you'd like, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio with a question or a comment. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, guess who's in action tonight? Adrian Broner. You know what that means, right? Nothing. I mean, guy's got plenty of talent, no doubt about that. But to call him a four-division champion is a really assault and indictment of the sport of boxing, no doubt about that. Talk about a guy. I mean, you're trying to tell me that he and Roberto Duran are on the same level? A four-division champion? Give me a break. But Broner the Boner will be in action tonight on Fox TV, I believe. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Once again, the toll-free, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The style of your hair, the way that you fair, under all conditions, your mind, all of the Hey, Matthew, we need to restock those sleeping bags. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. One of you cover this register. Like at Anita's outdoor store. 
To keep sales climbing, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus. So take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Check it. 12 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you listen to us live, this is the Saturday edition, of course, February 20th, 2021. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. We take it to the East Coast. We're bringing the Bronx Bomber, the true PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer himself. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, Pedro. How's it going? Pretty good. Sounds like you got it going on in the background there. Let's talk about Richard Comey. Big right hand, but uh, poor Mr. Mar- Jackson Morenos. He was put in that fight because... He got robbed in the prior fight against Raleigh Romero. In fact, had he not been robbed by those three judges, he'd have been defending the title and not getting beat up for 25000 bucks. You know what, Pedro? You brought that up last week uh, in the phone call that we had, and it's like that whole, um, if a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it? You know, um, you talk about a kid's career being ruined. He went from contender to should have been called, you know, a champion. 
now he's going to be um, fodder. He's going to be a, a stepping stone opponent. You know, the same thing sort of happened to Jeff Fennick when he fought Azuma Nelson the first time. They called it a draw, but uh, Grandmaster Bill, one of my house historians, scored it the other day on YouTube, and I think he scored it like nine. No one's going to, you know, blink. Yeah, he scored it nine to three for Fennick, and, uh, of course, Azuma Nelson, they got a draw out of that, and then Fennick got so emotionally depressed after that. You know, I mean, it's, I've told you this before. It's like sitting down in Las Vegas for a fighter and getting blackjack, getting a king and an ace, and you got a big fat hundred thousand dollars sitting in the middle of the the table there and then the dealer lets some guy that has a 17 win and he pushes all the money his way that's the best way i could describe getting robbed in boxing especially in vegas total robbery and um you know how many times are we going to say a black guy for boxing okay all right let's all right let's move on speaking of black guy you sort of picked you sort of like leaning towards uh an totally unheard of guy mr lara from mexico last week you sort of leaned towards him beating josh warrington why were you leaning that way you know when there's something that happens when the fighter's inactive you know and that's and that's a dilemma that a lot of fighters you know as we're you know in this world of covid19 they're dealing with and Warrington hadn't fought in about two years. And also the fact that Warrington is not a power puncher. And these guys that at these lighter weight classes, I'm talking about at, from lightweight down featherweight, eventually that stuff catches up to them and they, and they get the you-know-what handed to them. And Lara is Mexican. I mean, I, I, I can't, you know, I can't say that that wasn't a factor. You talk about when you come from a fighting culture and also the fact that he was about eight years younger, I believe, You know, speaking of Mexicans, I mean, when you when you have great Mexican fighters, um, they on occasion lose, especially on the way up. Salvador Sanchez lost to a guy named Antonio Becerra back in nineteen seventy seven. Of course, he uh, was a thirteen at thirteen and two at the time, finished twenty seven and eight. That was down there in Mazatlan, and of course, um, I mean, guys lose early fights. Burchelt lost to a guy named Luis Eduardo Flores, I think, in two thousand fourteen. I think that was might have been a TKO. Bottom line, he was 37-1, 33-KOs. Of course, Oscar Valdez, the former WBL 126-pound champion. This is going to rock tonight on ESPN, uh, Socrates. The odds right now are minus 360 for Beltrout, according to Bovada, and plus 270 for Oscar. Uh, Olympic gold medalist from Mexico uh, as a bo- an amateur boxer. That isn't too, That doesn't happen too often, does it? We lost Socrates. Let's put. Let's try to get him back together. There, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside. Look into the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, tonight they're rock and roll on ESPN. WBC 130 pound title. So I said 37 33 KOs. Thirty stopped at one time by Mr. Flores. Of course, Flores went on to be a club fighter. Of course, much like the guy that beat Salvador Sanchez. Sanchez, of course, the great fighter that died in 1982. Of course, when he when he ran into the back of that chicken truck in his Corvette. 44 and one, one draw, 32 KOs. Salvador Sanchez, of course, the I that he was, but people lose on the way up, especially Mexican fighters, and their losses are considered um, learning experiences, except for Julio Cesar Chavez. Of course, he went to 87-0 with an asterisk. We could talk about that. That's another story for another day. But back to the uh, back to the boxing PhD on the line from the East Coast. You were talking about Warrington getting licked like that, and his time was up. You know, Barry Gordy told me he got out of boxing. Barry Gordy is the president of Motown Records. He got out of boxing. He was trained by Eddie Fudge. He got out of boxing because he wasn't going to get a title, and he wasn't going to win a title, and Eddie Futch told him that. Eddie said, you're good, but you can't punch. You're pun-. He was like he was a bantamweight, 13-2 with like four knockouts. And he said, you know, 
And then I realized all the singers were getting girls every day of the year when guys would only get girls every three or four months after a fight. So the bottom line was he realized he went to music. So that's that was the story. That's how Barry Gordy got out of boxing. Eddie Futch talked him out of it, Sock. That's a very smart business decision. Absolutely. Wow, I didn't know that, that um, Mr. Gordy was a... Uh was a former pugilist. A former pugilist. And, you know, when I saw him at Eddie Futch's funeral, we talked about different things about Motown. This and, and you know what? Every time I get together with guys in the music industry, they want to talk boxing. And I want, like Mary Wilson, she, she wanted to talk about, I want to talk about the Supreme. I want to talk about Hitsville, USA. Of course, she passed away a, a, week, a, a week ago, a fortnight ago. And, of course, today is Smokey Robinson's birthday. And I want to mention that, Sock, oh. because I, I jumped up on stage with him. Actually, he called me up on stage. This is what he said. We got a sold out Circle Star Theater. I kid you not. And I'm with his insecure girlfriend. So I'm wearing a white suit. It's like Saturday Night Fever days. I got the white suit on, the double breasted suit, the whole nine yards. And he says, I'm taking a picture. <laughs> and I'm taking a picture of him. And he says, Hey, you, you're the best dressed dude in the entire house. Come here. And, and, and he had oh. to go, yeah. And he had to go up the stairs to get on the stage. It was a stage. It was a circle in the round of the theater. So I got up on the stage. He said, What's your name? And I said, My name's Pete Fernandez, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was a little modest, a little, little, I was a little taken back by it. And then he said to me, What do you want to hear? I said, How about I second that emotion? He said, Okay, can you dance? I said, I think so. He goes, You're going to have to because you're going to dance with my girl here. So I danced with this background singer for two songs. I went back to my seat. The girls were ripping at me, okay? And my girlfriend was the insecure, the insecure girl that she was. She was the only woman in the house that didn't appreciate it. Wow. That's a cool story. Wow. Yeah, you know, it just happens. But I enjoy Listen, He pulls people on, on the stage for a lot of concerts. I mean, that's part of his, his shtick. It's part of his MMO. It allows him to break things up and and get his head together and things like that. But um, he treated me well. And then he invited us to a party afterwards, a post-fight or a post-concert party at the Circle Star Theater down there. I think it was at the uh, some place on El Camino Real in Belmont. And we went. He never showed up, but the floaters were there. I don't know if you remember the disco guys, the float float on. They were there. Bottom line was Smokey Robinson. That was an incredible evening. Today is his 81st birthday. Happy birthday to the smoke. Now, before we go to the break, um, what do you think about tonight's fight? Think about that because I'm going to ask you after the break, and I'm going to ask you and put you on the spot as far as the predictions are concerned. But we've got an Olympic gold medalist. I mean, not too many Mexicans have won gold medals in the Olympics, have they? You know, I, I none necessarily jumps out at me. Um, yet, it's an yet, intriguing yet, matchup. Yet they're the greatest pound for pound, for pound cap, uh, per capita uh, of boxing champions in the world. How do you figure that? As a pro, they're rocking and rolling. As the amateurs, maybe not so much. Um, hey, there's it, it, something something to do, I'm sure, with getting paid to get hit in the face. So you know, and and, and those fighters that come from Mexico and not don't come from the most um, uh, illustrious backgrounds economically. I got. I listen. I let them hit me for free, and I I wasn't coming from the most the greatest economic background. I'm, I was eating, but you know, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, you know. And that is strange, yes, that despite being maybe arguably the boxing capital of the world, um, they don't have that Olympic pedigree um, like other countries. Um, but, you know, Oscar Valdez is the truth. You know, he's a really good fighter. And um, tonight is almost like a little early Christmas present for the fight fans. It's a fight that can go either way, um, him and Burchelt. And it's a really intriguing matchup of, of the two guys with different styles, you know, but both aggressive. It should, should be fireworks. Um, I'm leaning Valdez. I, I think that the better boxer in this 
in this matchup has a has a chance if he fights a smart fight. If he if he doesn't fight a balls to the wall war, then he's going to lose. But if he fights a disciplined fight, I, I, I can see Valdez pulling out a close decision. Okay, the boxing PhD is betting on a minus, a plus two seventy underdog. More power to him. We'll talk about that after break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet. If you'd like to test his uh, boxing will, you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. On the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're going to have some fun. Uh, we'll bring in uh, WBC President Mauricio Suleiman, and we'll bring in Dr. Netti. Of course, he is a, a neurosurgeon, John Hopkins, all that kind of good stuff. Our brain doctor will be on the show tomorrow, and I'll be talking about Squares and boxing, white-collar boxing. It's it's all over the place, but is it cool? We'll talk about that in depth tomorrow. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 That's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media Hardest hustle anything is boxing though I don't know what you do for a living But pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes I watched one fight Roy Jones got hit so hard My TV moved He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club like 241, 242. Roy was snoring. If he was really knocked down, he was laying there so long they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Despite his head, the dance around Roy. The the Tower of Power, speaking of Tower of Power, they've been doing some virtual work. They are going to have a PBS special next week, the 27th of February. The Tower of Power, 50 Years of Funk and Soul. It's on PBS. Check it out. Be Probably be your only shot because uh, I think you're going to DVDs. No doubt about that. Um, today in boxing here, so you want to bring this up. Four big fights in Mexico City, 1993. A fight that Greg Hagen will remember for the rest of his life. Julio Cesar Chavez, KO5, Greg Hagen. Of course, Hagen went down there saying that Julio Cesar Chavez had fought nothing but a bunch of Tijuana cab drivers. After the fight, he said, quote, well, they must have been some tough-ass cab drivers, end of quote. Good old Greg Hagen. Back to the boxing PhD on the line, of course, in the Bronx, talk about Socrates Palmer. Sock, guys are talking about, you know, wanting to come back and make all kinds of money. Sean Porter, you know, he wants, he has been semi-active. I mean, he's been a guy that, you know, he's, he's doing TV and some, uh, some broadcasting, but he's active to an extent. He want, he turned down $2 million to fight Terrence Crawford this week. Um, is that a smart move business-wise? Well, um, that's what the, that's the story out on the internet this week. Um, you know, I don't know what Terrence Crawford, I mean, um, Sean Porter's, highest payday has been up to this point. Um, I'm sure no fighter wants to take a step backwards. I mean, he's fought Errol Spence. He's fought um, Adrian Broner, probably his two biggest opponents. Um, I don't know if he made more than $2 million. I want to say he probably did. Um, he's fighting a guy that's considered the best fighter in the world, and, and Terrence Crawford, or really? certainly in the discussion. Yeah. I mean, it's... It makes you scratch your head also. I mean, $2 million is $2 million, but at the end of the day, you know, a fighter doesn't necessarily bring home that $2 million after he pays off, you know, all his handlers and managers and promoters and whatnot. So, you know, maybe he's holding out for a little bit more, you know, and I can't knock that. But at the same time, you know, Sean Porter, what are the options are there for him? You know, he's pretty much run the gamut with all the PBC welterweights. Um, so, you know, you have a chance to fight the best in the world, you know, I, you, you kind of try to make it happen, you know what I mean? And um, you know, my, I, I don't, I, I, I can't knock it either way. Okay, a guy from your neck of the woods, Mike Jones and Dennis Rapport, of course, the Racco, the Wacko Twins. That's what they called them in the boxing media. I'm talking about the guys that that piloted Jerry Cooney to uh, his aborted uh, run at the heavyweight title. Of course, getting knocked out by Larry Holmes. Probably could have been knocked out in the second round. Larry, you know what Larry told me before he and Jerry became friends? He and Jerry are real tight right now. But I'll say this. I can say it. He, he didn't care. He told me, I could have knocked Jerry Cooney out in that second round. He goes, but I was going to punish him. 
I was going to punish him. And I said, I said, why? He goes, I was slighted throughout the entire promotion. You talk about a racist promotion. He goes, Don King was thrown and I felt like I was the, I was like the end guy. I mean, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he, he, he goes, he almost knocks him out in the second round. He goes 13 rounds. They become friends later. But at that point in time, Larry wanted to punish him. Oh, of course, Jerry Cooney, I don't know if you remember this, but Jerry Cooney was introduced second that night. Larry Holmes was the heavyweight champion of the world and he went in first. And I don't ever remember that. Uh, ever taken place in boxing history before or after the champion being announced first? No, I can't remember the last time either. And, the Great and White I, Hope I was, didn't, and I, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Ronald Reagan uh, call him in the locker room prior to the fight? Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you can say, you can say that you can say that he had a lot of people pulling for him. Speed on people pulling for him. Adrian Moner's a minus seven fifty favorite tonight against. Uh, Giovanni Santiago. Santiago's plus 475 as far as the betting's concerned. Is Adrian Broner in shape? Uh, it's another guy he hasn't fought in two years. Um, I would say he's, he's in shape, uh, for, you know, for the opponent that he's fighting. You know, obviously, you know, he hasn't fought in two years. He has, he, he has, he is like a lightning rod. You know, he's very polarizing. Either you hate him or, or you kind of like his buffoonery, you know. He, he's a he brings attention to the sport. Um, or you're like me, or you're like me in the middle. I'm in the middle on that one. I mean, sometimes he's cool, and other times I just I, I cringe up. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's um, he, he's like a troll. You know, he's he's a, he's a, you know, <laughs> to, to borrow a phrase from the internet. You know, he's he's like the, the boxing troll. And and me personally, I don't have a problem with it because boxing we need characters, and 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 and, and boxing is healthy. When you have different personalities, which is probably the biggest difference between boxing and and, and uh, MMA, um, Adrian Broner is going to bring ratings. You want to see him in a competitive fight today. I understand it's a key, it's a stay busy fight, but probably the biggest disappointment is that prior to the you know when they announced the fight, it's supposed to be 140 pounds and and all this talk about him even going back down to lightweight at 135. And then he can't make the contract through weight and have to adjust it, you know. So it makes you scratch your head. Is it the same old Adrian Broner, you know? But then again, he hasn't fought in two years. Uh, let's see how he looks. And then hopefully they keep him busy, you know, so he doesn't balloon up to about 200 pounds, which I heard that's what he gets up to. Well, he, he's ch he's a chubby guy. Even when he's, like, at his yeah. best, he's chubby. So he's one of those guys mm -hmm. that sort of looks like Rodney Allen Rippey, sort of got the big cheeks, you know what I mean? So at, at the end of the day... We'll see what he brings to the dance tonight. I think they're hoping that he will bring in some ratings, of course, to go up against that ESPN fight. Good luck with that, though. Two Mexicans, of course, going at it. And, you know, I'm, I was thinking about that. Per capita, country has the, the most moral champions as far as boxing is concerned. They don't make it in the amateurs. you got a key there standing out as being an Olympic gold medalist, 28 and zip. You're picking him to win this fight tonight. He is a plus 270 underdog. I don't know where to go on that. I'm sort of stuck in the middle on that one. But uh, let's switch gears. Um... As far as New York City is concerned, boxing is concerned in New York City, would there, is there anybody that could sell tickets if they if Ludabella was to like have an arena and say, "Boom, let's do something at the the uh, the old Felt Forum"? Is there, is there somebody that could sell tickets in New York City right now if they open up boxing? Uh, as far as anyone that, that Ludabella may have, n nothing pops up. Okay, you know, I, um, but Top Rank has a couple of guys. Um, uh, Edgar Berlanga, he's a New Yorker. Yee. He's Puerto Rican. Yee. Um, I'm sure they have plans for him. Um, 
I hear you. Cuddy's fighting him. Cuddy's uh, Cuddy's fighting him next. Then you're fighting him. Then I'm fighting him. That's those are his next three opponents. So he's sixty to zero with sixteen first round knockouts. You know, there's a pretty damn good chance he's going to be nineteen to zero with nineteen first round knockouts. That seems to be how they're gearing him. You know, and you know what? It, it kind of it it reminds me of the the what was that Humphrey Bogart movie? Was it the, the Heart of the Fall? Yeah. You know they you know they they, they build up this guy and then. You know, reality hits him in the face. You know, and that, I think that's going to happen to Berlanga. You know, and uh, uh, you know he's got talent, but you know he's fighting really like. I mean, I don't want to use the word bums, but he's fighting bums. You know, and mm-hmm. and, and and then the way he carries himself outside of the ring. You know, he's. I mean, we, I, we... I never saw someone who hasn't made a hundred grand. You know, posing with uh, all these six-figure cars. You know, it's like it's real buffoonery and, uh, you know, but hey, he's young and I guess, you know, maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I, I don't see him being a a great superstar, you know, carrying the torch from Miguel Cotto. Okay, you, you, know, you know, welterweight, the welterweight, the welterweight situation you've got, we just told the aforementioned Earl Spence and uh, and Sean Porter and people like that, um, but... There's a kid that looks like he is like the real deal. Born in Dallas, Texas originally, of course. Comes to us still from Texas. Virgil Ortiz, 16-0 with 16 wax. Is, is Virgil as good as people say he is, and why isn't he getting Major League prime time? Uh, well, he's getting a good fight. He's, he's fighting um, uh, Hooker, uh, who's yeah. coming up in weight, you know, former world champ himself. Uh, Maurice Hooker. Under Maurice Hooker, yes. And he's got a... A good trainer, um, one of the best in the world, and uh, Robert Garcia. I so I'm I'm in on Virgil Ortiz. He, he's, the way he's being brought up, uh, he's under Golden Boy Promotions. Uh, is he maybe the number two behind uh, Ryan Garcia? Uh, probably so on the Golden Boy uh, pecking order. Um, I think that he is the real deal um, at welterweight, and him and Jared Ennis. Uh, is another promising welterweight who could eventually make a clash when they're both bigger names. Uh, I also like the kid that's fighting on top rank today, uh, Zayas, the Puerto Rican uh, prospect. From the little bit that I've seen of him, he seems like he could be uh, in that discussion maybe a year from now. So it's a, I'm I'm, I'm in on Virgil Ortiz. I'm, I'm, Definitely buying his stock. Okay, you he's brought up one of the best fights. You brought up Robert Garcia, of course, from Oxnard, California, former uh, Oxnard, California, former IBF 130-pound champion. I think he lost the title to Diego Corrales. Um, what are the chances of him making 130 again? Uh, Garcia. Who making one? <laughs> Robert. Yo, you then? No, I meant Garcia himself. It went right over your head. Damn, you are um, too. All right. No. Hey, I mean, he's like 220, ain't he? Yes, yeah. It actually, I think he celebrated a birthday like a week ago. Yeah, happy birthday to guy, happy birthday <laughs> to him. But he struggled. Listen, these guys star for twenty five, thirty years to make the weight, you know, in boxing and this and that. And then when they go off, some guys go off like Roberto Duran and gain some weight. Anyway, sock. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the fights tonight. You too, brother. Should be a good day of boxing. The great Socrates Palmer appearing exclusively on Ring Talk Live Worldwide this Saturday edition. Of course, Saturday live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More after the break.
You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let, let William Smokey Robinson sing just a little bit here. People say I'm the life of the I thought he was singing a song about me many, many, many moons ago. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Tracks of Your Tears, of course, a classic multi-million uh, selling record put forth by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Of course, there was a chick in the Miracles. They didn't know that, but his wife was part of the Miracles. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Let's switch gears and talk mixed martial arts just for a second. Of course, the, uh, the USC rocking and rolling. Of course, I consider the USC like the biggest pimp organization in the entire world. I mean, when you got guys almost killing each other for fifteen or for $5,000, you have got it going on. But last week, 
the world welterweight champion. I'm talking about Kamaru Usman. Bad dude, no doubt about that. I mean, he just he took out Gilbert Burns, just beat him like a dog. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. I mean, Usman, the better of the two fighters, got rocked early. But of course, he was standing up. This was a stand-up fight, more more like dirty boxing. That's what this was all about with the small gloves. But Usman used a good jab. He beat up Burns to the point where, you know, Burns was ready to go. In the third round, he went at 34 seconds in a TKO. The co-feature, a couple of women. Alexis Grasso beat uh, Marcy Broder and a, a barber and a unanimous knot across the board. Kelvin Gasolin jumped back into the win column when they went over Ian Heinz. Outside of that, the rest of the car was sort of a hmm, I say <clears throat> pedestrian, except for the fact that this woman from Brazil fought on the card. Her name is Pollyanna Viana. She is absolutely beautiful, beautifully frightening. I guess that's the best way I could put it, but she talked on Mallory Martin. She submitted her in the second round, with, uh, first round with an armbar, 318 in. And Mallory had some moments here, but what I'm trying to tell you is if you're going to get married to a woman nowadays, don't ever marry a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist or girl that knows how to fight on her back. I mean, think about that. Think about that. This girl was kicking this girl the girl's butt, fighting on her back. These women can fight on the back. Of course, I stepped into a, uh, a MMA gym, the UFC, the Gracie gym out there. It was like at 29th or 30th the mission. And the mission about 1992, 1993. And I learned the hard way that that's a little bit uh, too rough for me. Straight up, I stuck to boxing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As I said, the rest of the card out there outside of Pollyanna was sort of ho-hum. And the USC, as I said, not rock and roll. And I don't think they had the superstars that they once had because of the fact that they don't spend the money. I mean, you've got to spend some money. They don't want to spend any money. Anyway, speaking of, speaking of money, tonight, the heavyweights clash as far as the USC is concerned. Heavyweight main event coming to us from Las Vegas, 2021. Talk about the USC Apex Center on top. Derek Lewis, a man, of course, at one point held a uh, decision over Francis Ngannou, considering the baddest man on the planet, I kid you not, as far as the MMA world is concerned. He is from uh, Africa originally, fought in Paris as a professional boxer for a while, then got the MMA bug, and he realized, you know, maybe I could do something in MMA, but he wouldn't do any groundwork. He didn't want to learn how to fight on the ground. All he wanted to do was beat people up standing up. So he fights Stephen Miocic for the World Heavyweight Championship, and for the first round, <clears throat> he's killing Miocic. I mean, you yikes. I was like, you're turning my face away, okay? But Stippy... <sighs> sort of me with a Samoan dude, you just hang on to him. That's why I used to fight those. When I was a cop out there in Hunter's Point, we get into a clash with the Samoans once in a while, and you know, you, you like you don't want to fight these guys, so you you just hung on to them. And then after about a minute and a half, they were so tired they let you go. Anyway, Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis uh, will be the main event tonight. Derek Lewis has said the winner over Francis Ngannou. That's a huge, huge uh, plus on his resume. Curtis Blades, a bad dude, he likes to fight as well. These guys should weigh in about 250, 255 pounds each. A lot of uh, beef on the hoof here tonight in the heavyweight main event coming to us from Las Vegas. That'll be on ESPN+. Plus. The co-feature, Catalin Vieira is going to take on Yana Yunisaka. Uh, take that back. I always destroy these names, and I try, pra- try to practice them in advance, too, believe it or not. Yana Kunaskaya. Put it to you like that. Anyway, outside, outside of the rest of the card, there's a former uh, USC heavyweight champion on the card. Why is he still fighting? Andrew Arlovsky taking on Dom Aspinelli. Um, the entire card is on ESPN+. Plus. You should start about 4 or 5 o'clock. Looks like they got 1, 2, 3, 4, about, eh, about 16 fights in all. And, of course, I really am, I, I, as much as I, I have to report on this stuff because it is combat sports and, is, you know, it's a hot thing, no doubt about it. In some people's mind, the UFC uh, is what they like to watch as far as fights are concerned. To me, it's just... 
You know, the fact that they don't throw any towels in, and I'm going to talk about, talk about that in depth tomorrow with Dr. Netanyahu. Of course, he is the, he, Dr. Netanyahu, he's my, my guy as far as the uh, brain surgeons are concerned. He's from John Hopkins Neurosurgeon. He's a John Hopkins neurosurgeon. We'll talk with him in depth about squares and boxing and, you know, especially in MMA. You never see a towel get thrown in an MMA. I mean, I've thrown in more towels in amateur boxing fights, and I haven't worked a lot of them in the corner, okay? But I've thrown in more towels and amateur boxing matches than I've ever seen thrown in in the entire history of the USC and watching it since 1993. They just don't throw any towels. They won't. It's like surrendering is not cool. Well, listen, it is when you're getting your blip kicked, okay? I mean, the fight's over when the competition's over. That's the way it is. Either that or you end up having guys that can't spell their name. And if Dana White thinks that's cool, more power to you, Dana. But I'm not down with that. I'm just not. And, of course, as, you paying, as far as you paying guys five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to go out there and get destroyed, and they can't fight again maybe ever. I mean, listen, you get beat on like that. You get like four or five elbows to the head before the referee jumps in and stops it. Or maybe you get kneed to the head or something like that. Good Lord. We're not talking about the force and velocity and leverage of a punch being thrown from the shoulder, we're talking about a much larger limb packing a whole lot more power. It's just not the same. So 25, 30 years from now, I think when you look back, the MMA will be much like professional football. The NFL is concerned. Of course, I walked walked around a lot of guys who win the NFL and interviewed Mark Gassineau. Of course, after his run with the New York Jets, he was the sack exchange, a member of the sack exchange, considered one of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history. <clears throat> I interviewed him in 1992 on live television. <clears throat> I had to step on his foot to get his attention because he, he, he had no attention span. I mean, absolutely none. And when, you know, I mean, it's just then I was around a couple other football players and I was wondering to myself, you know, these guys sort of like they're a little punchy, a little bit slow, this and that. So I was doing football with uh, football and boxing with former NFL uh, pro, all pro. I'm talking about Gene Washington, number 18 in the SF 49ers. <clears throat> he was a wide receiver of note in the 70s. Uh, and of course, he, number 18, used to catch the ball and fall down. And every time he caught the ball and fell down, I would scream at the TV, man, why did you fall down? Why did you fall down? So we're doing radio together in the KMBR studios here in San Francisco. I guess about 91, 92, somewhere around there. And I said to him, man, why did you fall down all the time? And he says, listen, Pedro, if I didn't fall down all the time, I wouldn't be here doing radio with you. I said, what do you mean? He goes, most of the guys in pro football take the damaged. It's like, shh, it's a secret. They don't want to talk about it. I'm talking about what? The residual effects of professional football, that they're worse than professional boxing. I said, how can you say that? He goes, look around. He goes, there's a lot more football players than there is boxers. I said, yeah. He goes, and boxing? Anyway, I see it in football. And I said, eh, you know, you're a little crazy. I didn't think he was too much. Then I ran across Gastineau and a couple other guys and I realized, yeah, he knew exactly what time it was. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think that the getting kicked in the head with a with a knee and getting kicked in the head with a foot and all this kind of good stuff and uh, elbows. I just don't think that that's going to be I don't think the residual effects are going to be the same as boxing. I'm not saying that boxing is a, a sainted sport. I mean, it isn't. It's cruel. I mean, in boxing, of course, Boxing is one of those uh, sports where only the blood really shows. I mean, it just does. Two guys going war to war. But the world of MMA, is just, it's just a different breed. And I just don't think the guys should get the spit kicked out of them. When I say spit, I mean spit with an H. It just isn't cool. I mean, not being able to throw in the towel. Evidently, they can't throw in the towel because if you're a corner man watching this stuff, and these guys are getting killed, I mean, it's like, it's like watching a guy get beat with a billy club. 
Okay, like over the head, a stone billy club. I remember when the cops used to beat up people here in the city before I became a policeman here in San Francisco. I witnessed a couple of, of acts of police brutality, which prompted me to become a San Francisco policeman. But they had used to have these stone, these little made, these billy clubs were made out of stone. And I watched this cop hit this guy out at the beach a few times with his. Anyway, bottom line is that's what it's like getting hit sometimes in the world of mixed martial arts. And yet it's 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 allowed. I mean, these guys in the corner, they don't even turn away. That's how brave these cornermen are. These these guys that aren't taking a punch, these fat guys sitting in the corner. I mean, they're just sitting there going, you know, we got to get paid and we can't piss Dane off. So, you know, we can't be, we can't be, we can't be throwing in the towel. You should be throwing, you should have that towel in your mouth. Listen, I was a Jerry Tarkanian of amateur boxing. I was, I was Jerry, and Jerry Tarkanian was a coach for the UNLV Rebels. And he was famous for having this towel in his hand all the time. And he would bite on the towel. For out of frustration, instead of saying something stupid, he would bite on the towel. Okay, I had the towel in my hand because I didn't trust referees. You can't trust referees. I mean, they're human. I mean, you could trust them to an extent when they're looking at things, but how about when their back is turned or when they're not looking at the guy and, and you can see his guys, your guy's eyes are crossed? Then it's time to stop the fight. I mean, it did. It just is. They didn't see that. I saw it. I stopped the fight. There were a couple of fights I stopped, you know. And I remember I, I worked primar- primarily with kids. That's why I'm sort of quick to jump uh, to uh, pull the trigger. But whether it's a kid or an adult, okay, if somebody is hurt, you stop it. The com- once it, once it's no longer competitive, you stop it. In the world of mixed martial arts, they encourage it to go on. So what I'm trying to tell you is, it's just not cool. And I think that it's so barbaric that at some point in time. Maybe it should be just illegal. I mean, maybe there'll be a couple of deaths come up and it'll be illegal. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think the, <clears throat> the fan base is there and money talks, no doubt about that. Let's go back to boxing history. Of course, on this day, February 20th, San Juan, Puerto Rico, Muhammad Ali in 1976 fought a guy by the name of the Lion. He was more like the pussycat, more like a kitten. I'm talking about John Pierre Koopman. He stopped him five rounds to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. That might have been Ali's uh, last stoppage or knockout win. Mm. 1976 in Puerto Rico, WBC, the Snake Man, WBC junior lightweight champion, Alfredo Escalera. Of course, he had those wars with, wow, um, Alexa, the late Alexis Arguello. I think they both passed on now. KO 13, Jose Fernandez. No, he was not related to me. Also in Puerto Rico on this date, Juan, Juan, Juan Laporte beat Ruben Castillo. Ruben Castillo and I were broadcast partners for a little while down there in Los Angeles for the, um, uh, he, for the, um, the forum. And he had a good gig working for the forum and he told him he wanted double his money. And he was getting like, he was getting like two grand to show up. Two grand. Imagine this. You're getting two thousand dollars to show up to the fights and talk about him on television. He was getting two grand and he wanted more. And Jerry Buss and the guys from the LA, the LA forum said, screw you. I'm not going to give you any more. Anyway, bottom line is two, imagine that sitting down for two lousy hours, maybe showing up to weigh in in the morning. Okay, checking the weights this net and going having a cup of coffee, getting your act together and come back at, at six o'clock and doing two or three hours of boxing on TV for two grand. But Ruben Castillo, being the idiot that he was, he said, no, I want more money. And they said, you know what? Screw you. You're out here. Anyway, Ruben Castillo lost in his bid for the WBC featherweight championship on this day in 1983 against a uh, fellow Puerto Rican. I'm talking about, I mean, Puerto Rican, yeah, fellow Puerto Rican, Juan Laporte. Speaking of Juan Laporte, another guy that couldn't make 130 pounds. Ooh, uh, 1993, Fargo, North Dakota. <coughs> I worked in Minot, North Dakota a couple times, and that was for Virgil Hill's fight. Of course, Virgil KO 11, Adolfo Washington. Adolfo could fight just a little bit, but he retained the WBA lightweight, heavyweight title. I'm talking about Virgil Hill. Of course, fighting in, in, uh, 
in, in Minot, North Dakota, <clears throat> I was so cool. I had hair gel. You know, you put hair gel on the side of your, you make your shade head shine on the side. And I used to put it on my eyebrows, make an eyebrow shine a little bit. Okay. So I stepped out of the hotel and I was walking to the limo, the town car to get into. And from that short, in that short distance, both my eyebrows and my hair froze and it froze to the point where it turned cake white. I kid you not. So I was at the arena trying to <laughs> scrape my hair out and scrape my, my eyebrows out. But the bottom line is my not North Dakota cold as hell, much as cold as you can imagine. It's much like the people in the state of Texas right now suffering under incredible circumstances right now. I want to say hello to my people down there in Dallas, of course, in, in Ray, of course, Ray Abara as well. I mean, everybody seems to be impacted by this down there in Texas, and all I can hope and pray for is that things turn around real, real quick. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. We'll come back with the odds on some of the other fights tonight, of course, coming to you on television. You can check out your television guide by going to fightnews.com. They have the TV guide right on the front of the page. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, coming to you each and every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We like heaven to touch. I want to hold you so much. At long last, love has arrived. And I thank God I'm just too good to be true can't take my eyes off we are the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. 
ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. This is the sound of Tower of Power, 2018-2019. Evidently, they fired that kid, Marcus Scott. That's his voice right there. Evidently, they fired him, canned him. They're looking for a lead singer right now. Tower of Power probably went through about 18 lead singers in 50 years, I kid you. And, of course, Lenny Williams, my partner. And, of course, the late Rick Stevens. God, you're still a young man. I miss a lot of those guys. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you live Saturdays and Sundays. 11 a.m. Pacific, I'm on the Sunday show. That's February 21st, 2021. We'll have the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant. El Presidente, I'm talking about the godson, uh, Mr. Uh, Mauricio Suleiman, president of the World Boxing Council, will be here. Dr. Netanyahu, of course, the uh, Dr. Netanyahu, of course, the man that is the uh, John Hopkins neurosurgeon, will be here to talk about brain injuries, things like that. And, of course, Richard Sloan, a right-handed Joe Frazier. We'll talk about Joe Frazier, of course, the... Man, the, the greatest uh, exhibition of mental strength I've ever seen in my life when he beat Muhammad Ali the first time, March 8th, 1971. Coming up on 50 years in like a couple of weeks, but I got to tell you, it was most, I've never seen a man as mentally tough as Joe Frazier was, and I absolutely the toughest guy I've ever seen in my life. Straight up, Joe, in depth tomorrow with Richard Sloan on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Sunday edition, Sunday comes to you 11 a.m. Pacific Time Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the American Forces Network, CRN. I keep going and going, but the bottom line is, Whatever station you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide right now, it'll be on the Sunday edition as well. Same station, no doubt about it. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific. I mean, you also can catch us always at sportsbyline.com. We do a live twitch.tv broadcast. In fact, I'll be stepping that up next week. So straight up, we're looking forward to expanding our presence on twitch.tv. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, and most importantly, don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated, but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out, bu- knocking out all bums. You know, you can be doing a million things right now, but the bottom line is you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Till next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. Don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline. The executive producer, Mr. Scott Cuddy. Until next time, Ring Talk Live Worldwide rocks. <laughs>